Welcome to the Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes podcast, and I'm your host, Tiffany Rose, where you'll get a little on mortgage and a lot on mindset. Hello, welcome to another episode of Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes. I'm your host, Tiffany Rose, and today we're going to talk about inviting God back into the workplace. So I was a little bit nervous about doing this. It's really putting myself out there, and I'll tell you why in just a minute, but um, whatever I say in this, I want you to apply it to whatever it means to you. So whatever resonates, if you want to say surrendering to a higher power or just being the best version of yourself at work or um, coming from a place of gratitude, if you don't like the word God or Jesus or angels or spirit guides or whatever I might say, don't let the message get lost in the words. I invite you to sit back and kind of veg and listen and take it all in and Whatever pieces you can pull from this that you're like, ooh, I like that she said that, then take it. Whatever else, you can leave it, right? But my whole purpose is just reminding you that we aren't the only ones that are in control. And when you start feeling like you're the only one in control, things really can go sideways for you. Uh, Specifically, what we're talking about is in our business right now uh, for the next 20 minutes. So remember my my dad when, when I was little, uh, I had always had a curiosity about like psychics and books in high school. I would listen to the psychic John Edwards. There was a show on back then and there wasn't like Netflix and all that. So I had to like make sure I knew what time uh, John Edwards was going to come on. And he would like connect with people that had passed on. That stuff fascinated me. And I loved going to the Catholic church with uh, with my grandparents every Sunday. And now, you know, I go to New Life um, Church in Alamo, a Christian church. And I've done ayahuasca and I read uh, plant medicine uh, three times and I read tarot cards and angel cards. I am all over the place trying to find like my spirituality. I've always been very, very, which I have found, but I've always been very curious. And I remember my dad saying, oh, come on, what is Jesus going to show up in a shopping mall? He's coming back. What are people talking about? So I was very embarrassed to talk about religion and questions I had in my journey with spirit and God and, you know, doing ayahuasca. People might judge me. Oh, I go to church on Sunday. People might judge me. I read tarot cards. People might judge me. Forget that. Okay. I'm done worrying about that because people are going to hate People are going to judge no matter what. I'm going to stay authentic and true to myself. And I hope that me sharing my journey and my message and giving you some tips on how you can bring, you know, love and passion and purpose back into the workplace. So God is love. If you want to attach the word love to everything, every time I say God and you just attach it to love for a product or your service, then great. You don't have to go in and start, you know, networking in prayer groups with real estate agents and hoping they give you business. Like that's just taking it in a whole weird, different direction. So it's just bringing love and coming from a place of service and knowing that the money will come back to you when you start monetizing your gifts and your message and refining that. And really that's, what's going to give you your UVP, your unmatched value proposition is how you're going to stand out is your struggles, your trials and tribulations. Like I love, I've been divorced. So I love talking about um, my journey and how I made sure I had good credit through all of it, how I made sure I didn't sign off the trust when I was stuck on the loan. And those are the kind of things that I bring that struggle and what God give me the empowerment, the gifts, like the, the, um, the message that I got um, and the lessons that I got through my divorce. I came out of that like a whole new, stronger person. And I know that was right there in itself. It was a gift from God. 
So I, I prayed for a miracle one day in church because I did not know if I should stay, if I should go, what, how am I going to get the strength? Like, what am I going to do? And um, I stood up and it was a big thing for me to stand up in church. I remember Pastor Ben at New Life, he said, stand up and if you need a miracle today. So I stood up and I just pray, like, give me the strength to know if I stay or go, should I leave? What am I going to do? Like, is my business going to be okay? Is my kids going to be okay? And what does the future hold? And I just like really prayed for that. And then um, I remember my daughter, Paris, she tugged me on my, uh, on my clothes and said, mommy, well, I think she was like five or six at the time. She said, mommy, um, why, why did you stand up? And I said, it's okay, honey, you know, don't, don't worry. I didn't want to explain it. What's crazy is my soon-to-be ex-husband didn't even ask me like what miracle I wanted. We didn't have that open communication, but I prayed to God and that was a lot for me to stand up and be bold when there was only like 15 people standing up out of, you know, a hundred or so or more than a hundred in that room. So I just reconnected. I asked, like I knew that I was powerless to figure this out on my own. I needed a help. I needed help. So that was my uh, first time that I just got reconnected directly in church with God, and I did it without being fear, without fear of judgment. Then, um, fast forward a little bit further, and uh, my friend Carrie, one of my best friends since fourth grade, she had sent me a song that she said she listened to it during ayahuasca, and it was very powerful. And it was like when she listens to it, she it takes her back. So I listened to it and uh, I was, I caught myself working on, on using my mouse and typing and I thought, wait a second, this song was so important and powerful to her. Why don't I listen to it and just kind of meditate and ask some questions and ask for strength. And so I just sat down. I just kind of was playful. I have fun with it. I'm like, hmm, I've never met my spirit guide. I keep hearing about spirit guides and never met them before or her or him or whatever. And so I'd love to do that. And do I stay or go with my husband now? And um, what's my future going to bring with work? And uh, I just started asking questions. So that day I started to get like a really bad sore throat and I always pushed myself to the limit. So I had a sore throat. I had committed to taking my nephew to go uh, to the mall to um, go on a shopping spree for his birthday. So I took him anyways, and I'm so glad I did and definitely no regrets there, but I was wiped out tired when I got home. So I got home that night and I fell asleep and I had, I'm a dreamer. So some, once in a while, I will have the most powerful dreams because my ego is not there. My, that, that bad wolf isn't talking. I, I'm not thinking about like, oh my, I'm in control. And I just, I dream being completely open. That's when you're, con, uh, you're more connected to the super conscious. Um, you're more connected to God, your subconscious. And um, in Project 369, it, it goes in great detail about being, that's when you're the most connected with the super conscious, which I like to say that I'm most connected to God when you're dreaming because your ego is not in the way. And I'm going to circle this back towards the end of this podcast about how um, you can bring this into the workplace to monetize being connected with God and coming from a place of service and the gifts that we've been given. So let me tell you about this dream because it's very, very powerful. So I, I fell asleep, had a dream, and I swear, I saw all these beautiful green hills in my dream. And this man came down and he kind of stayed from a distance, but I knew it was God. And if you have ever seen that movie um, where the child has a near-death experience and um, they end up painting, um, he or she, I forget, um, ends up painting what God really looks like from that child's interpretation. 
And that looked a lot like that portrait, that, that dream that I had. So it didn't look like the Catholic church with he had long hair and like the slippers and the robe and everything. It looked like that portrait of, I wish I could remember the movie right now, but you can, you can Google it. So then this woman was standing in front of me and she had these beautiful big eyes. Like the eyes are really the window to the soul. And I remember she had blondish hair and these beautiful eyes and almost like white glowing eyeliner underneath her eyes. And she said, come with me. And she took me down this path where everything was blooming and um, animals. I saw this monkey like spinning slowly on a wheel and I didn't know what it meant and flowers and trees that you have never seen before. It was so beautiful. And I knew that she was taking me down this path as I was seeing all these flowers bloom in the trees. And she said, uh, I'm going to, I'm your spirit guide. And um, you can thank your best friend, Carrie, for uh, sending you that song because that's what connected you to me. And by the way, we had to make you sick because you never stop and listen to God. You just go, go, go. And, and you think that you're in control. And we had to show you that you're not in control. So she continued down that. And she said, I'm going to give you all the answers that you asked during that meditation today. So the first question, she said, I want you to turn around. And I saw a green light and a red light. And there was a green light flashing. I said, uh, green, green means go. And she said, yes, you asked if it was okay to go away from your husband. And I said, wait, go means go back to him. And she said, no, green means I'm giving you permission to go, go explore this beautiful life that you've been given. And don't worry about your kids. When you pass, I'll be walking with you through your life. And when you pass, I will be walking with you with your kids as well. And like, I couldn't even tell this story for um, quite a few years without getting choked up because it was such a beautiful message. So I was like, okay, got it. I can go. I have permission from God to get a divorce. Because remember, a lot of people judge that too. Like, you know, staying married for the rest of your life, like that's the godly thing to do. And so I had a lot of trouble with that. And would it mess up my kids? And she basically told me, no, your kids are going to be absolutely fine no matter what because of the mom that you are. So then we kept walking down this path and I saw this rocket. And it said NASA across it. And I'm like, okay, do I have to be a, a rocket scientist? What's going on with this? And she said, don't worry, it'll make sense in time. Then I saw like governing and politics and all these things. And I'm like, okay. So I woke up and I was like bawling, crying because it was so beautiful. I wanted to close my eyes and go back to sleep. But instead, I decided to go downstairs and journal. So I wrote down all these things. I wrote down rocket, NASA. I wrote down eyes and and beautiful and monkey and new beginning. And I started pulling some of my Osho Zen and my transformational tarot cards. And the, I shit you not, the card that I got in the middle, which was a present moment is new beginnings. And it was a monkey on a wheel, the same thing that I had saw in my dream. So then I woke up in um, the morning after I made my notes and I told my friend Beth about this. And uh, I said, I had the most powerful dream last night. I got all the answers that I wanted, except for some of them with my business and rocket and governing and politics. I don't understand what that means, but okay. But God was there. She said, Tiff, do you know that this was the spring equinox and the spring equinox stands for like new beginnings? That's what spring is about. Like new, be new beginnings. Winter is about like hibernating and buckling down. And for me, I buckle down like no other when it's raining and I work knowing that I'll be riding my e-bike downtown during spring and having shots and beers and having so much fun. And that's a time of like growth and just like watching all the beautiful things that you planted grow and bloom. So it was the spring equinox. So I thought that was very interesting. 
So now fast forward a little bit. Um, I was sitting in my house, my new house because I did in fact get a divorce and my kids were thriving and uh, got this beautiful relationship that um, one part I skipped um, when I'm telling you right now was in my dream, a uh, part of my path, she had taken me into this bar and she said, this has nothing to do with work, but this has to do with my relationship. And hopefully if you're listening, this might be perfect for you to hear because I believe there's no such thing as coincidences that I am going back in and mentioning this now. So I was going into the bar and I was tapping these men on the shoulder and they all kept turning around. They were playing pool or having drinks on a bar stool and they were turning around. They were all the ugliest souls and they were ugly in their face like that Snapchat filter where it has like the crazy jagged eyebrows and the eyes and they just look like the ugliest face. And uh, my spirit guide told me, stop going into bars. You are not going to find good quality men to, to help uh, guide your children if you're just meeting these people at 40 something years old in the bar. So I was going to Retro Junkie and I was going to these places, which is fun. Now me and Bobby go there sometimes, but I was like going there looking to get chose. I was going to find a man. And uh, my dream told me not to do that. So fast forward to what I was just um, about to explain. Sitting in my new multi-million dollar house that I got on my own that was faithful right there. And my children were thriving and I'm in a great relationship with Bobby. And I'm like, all right, now what? Now work. What part of that dream had to do with a rocket? And when I asked about my business, so I said, you know what, spirit guide, I'm going to scroll on Audible. I'm going to ask about how to grow my business. Send me a book that makes sense. And I kid you not, I got PLF, Product Launch Formula by Jeff Walker. And I started reading it. And it was about like your gift, your message, like monetizing your gift in the workplace, monetizing your message and knowing that uh, list building, social media, putting yourself out there and like creating something based on your struggles, based on your lessons, based on we all have a unique gift and we all have something to teach and taking that into the workplace is going to help you make money. So one thing to know is that putting love and passion and purpose into every single, anything that you do, you will make millions of dollars. So let's bring this into my coaching as a mortgage lender. So I've been through struggles, trials, tribulations, no boundaries, people pleasing as a mortgage lender for 23 plus years. So I did a lot of things wrong, but I did even more things right. And I really started to see that. And I had heard something on Instagram where um, it's, it's Emily on Instagram. She's amazing. She said, she was speaking on stage to thousands of people. And she said, um, we've all been given a gift. And at the end of your life, you give the gifts back. And once you utilize those gifts and you become from a place of service and love, uh, you will hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. She said, doesn't everybody want to hear that? And everyone was like clapping. And not only did it give me permission, like, hey, this beautiful girl that's a multi-million uh, millionaire that has hundreds of thousands of followers, she's okay talking about God in her place of work. She's okay with talking about gifts and She's using her gift of being in this amazing public speaker and her authentic message and bringing God into the workplace to monetize. That's okay. It's okay to make money talking about God. It's okay to make money talking about your struggles. It's okay to make money talking about divorce, VA loans, your niches, like who you really want to serve as a mortgage lender. So I started figuring all this out between like having an awesome mentor like Krista Mayshore, who is a top real estate agent coach. I was in her course, uh, product launch formula, list building, but not forgetting to 
talk about my struggles and my wins and come from a place of like, I just want to help mortgage lenders be the best version of themselves. Come from a place of purpose and passion. Help them believe in themselves. Like I want you listening right now to believe in yourself like no other. Know that you have God-given gifts and you can take that into the workplace, even if it's just showing your coworkers a little bit more love, your boss a little bit more for, like forgiveness. And if you don't meet that goal, if you don't do that thing, like remember, forgive yourself. You've done nothing wrong. That extra high five to your coworker, that extra uh, picking up the phone call, uh, you know, for that client that is struggling and they're, you feel like they're mad at, they're mad at you, but it's not, it's just, they're stressed out because they're in this home loan process and providing documents and also setting boundaries. It's okay. Like giving yourself that self-care and that self-love, picking up the phone when there's a problem, but not picking up the phone. If it's eight o'clock at night and it's an irrational client and you're like, no, I'm setting boundaries. I love myself. I love my family time. I love my kids. So I want you to journal about um, how many different ways you can bring love and coming from a place of service and like God back into the workplace, right? Be managing your money better, coming from a place of abundance and knowing that it's okay to give because you're going to get it back tenfold. Uh, so I, um, I was kind of amazed that it said product launch formula because that book launch, that's a rocket. And every time, of course, uh, of course, my course is called Ignite because it ignited my purpose, my passion, where I know where I'm supposed to be. It answered um, that question that I had of like, what's that rocket? No, I don't. Luckily, I don't have to go have to be a rocket uh, um, astronaut. I just needed to launch a course. And now I'm able to serve my community of mortgage lenders through all my experience in 23 plus years. So that to me is huge. Now. I want you to reflect on your personal journey with like spirituality, the struggles you went through. Remember, life happens for us, not to us. Everything, your story in your place of work is the most powerful way to help you stand out and help you be unique. Now, you don't have to hop on social media and start talking about God, God, angels, my dream. I did ayahuasca and I got a divorce and I'm crying about it. I'm being transparent because... You know, I have um, somebody told me on this podcast that I can share my message and I'll just make money. There's an art to it, which I teach in my 12 month course, Ignite. There's an art to it, but just take one step, put it one foot in front of the other, and remember that there's no such thing as coincidence. The second you start connecting with your guides, your angels, your best version of yourself, a higher power, God, Jesus, like start going to church, whatever that looks like to you. Look for signs, start looking for signs because all of a sudden social media will speak to you. You'll get something that said like, when you're about, you know, quote, like when you're about to elevate, that's because that's where your biggest breakthrough is going to happen. That message is intended to you. That is God. That is your angels. That is the best version of yourself. That's your subconscious mind proving to you that you can get whatever it is that you want. So start paying to, uh, attention to coincidences. When when I started getting connected to angels and I remember I was listening to a podcast and it said, she said, start listening and watching for signs like license plates and all this. I remember I was looking down after the podcast and I was like, all right, angels, give me a sign. And I heard like bus breaks. I could hear it like in my soul. And I looked up and I saw this big black shiny bus and it said angel limo services. 
and it was shiny like it just came out of the car wash and it went right across me. It was this A with the yellow halo over it. And I'm like, all right, thank you, angels. Like, that is just crazy. Then I did ayahuasca because I wanted to experience joy. And every day when I went to work, I didn't want to wish my life away from Monday to Friday. I wanted to be happy every single day, not just Saturdays and Sundays and going out drinking and doing partying with my friends. I wanted to experience joy Monday through Friday. So I went and did ayahuasca and I'm sitting down next to this really cute little Filipino lady. And I said, what's your name? I'm Tiffany. And she said, my name is Joy. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So I went through this whole ayahuasca journey about love and eternal love and what that means and trusting people and people are good. They're not out to get you and all these beautiful things. And at the very end, I said, wait, but wait a second. I asked in my intuition, you didn't teach me how to make millions and and do it, make millions at work. And I understand the love thing and this and this and that. And I just experienced joy in the last four hours of this crazy plant medicine journey. But how do I make millions? And I just asked it in my head. And I got the message downloaded that said exactly what I've been showing you this whole time. It's love. Put purpose and love and passion into anything you do and you will make millions. And just like that, I was snapped out of it. I was completely sober. I could have like flown a plane at that point. I was so sober. And that stuck with me. So these are the kinds of lessons that I've been given on a silver platter, yet I get to work and I go, ah. My Facebook ads aren't working or I only got 10 likes on this or that or down my link. My link is broken. You know, my team member messed up or of course I have a bug in my on my landing page and I got to redo it. Just know that all of your you're creating your best story. You're being given these challenges so you can grow so you can get better. So the miracle, there's little miracles that are happening every time you have a little struggle. It's you have to ask yourself, am I going to think that? I'm just doomed. Am I going um, to let my ego edging got out? Am I going to let my ego start taking over? Am I going to forget about all these beautiful signs and things that are right in front of me because I'm just so mad that a link was broken or that I'm experiencing, you know, an interest rate market that's less than perfect. So how are you going to handle these things? Because trust me, like we're all here to struggle and also be, get through it and learn and thrive and get better. But the only way you fail is if you stop. The only way you fail is if you disconnect from God, the best version of yourself, and you lose sight of that hope and that dream and that vision. And you just start thinking that you're in control of everything and that people are bad and and no one does their job right. And everyone's, you know, has road rage. And when you start telling yourself that story, you are edging God out. And when you do that into your business, you are edging income out. You're edging away from that success, that beautiful dream, that vision that all you have to do is put it out there, ask for it, and then go reverse engineer all the little baby steps that you have to take every day to get to that beautiful dream, that perfect life that you that you want to live. Now, when I say perfect, remember, life is never going to be perfect, but it could be beautiful. And last thing I'll say about this is if you did things that you didn't feel like doing, you will have the life of your dreams. You will be able to live the most powerful, beautiful life and be able to serve and use your authentic voice and use those God-given gifts coming from a place where you're not like worried about money and on this hamster wheel, right? But you have to do the things that you don't feel like doing. Send a wish upon a star, do the work and you'll go far. Meaning you can hope, you can pray, you can wish, you can dream, 
But if you don't stay connected to God and still take, keep taking baby steps every single day, small, consistent steps every single day, knowing that you are being carried and you're being, you trust that it's all going to work out in your favor, it's going to be really tough for you. So keep sending a wish upon a star, but doing the work and you're going to go very far in your life. So I invite you to invite God back into the workplace the best version of yourself. Go high five a coworker today. Go share a personal story on, on social media absolutely fearlessly and look out for the signs because the second you start asking, you're going to get exactly what you wanted. So I love you. Thank you for listening for to my personal journey, my personal message. I hope that some of it resonated with you and gave you some aha moments and uh, I will see you on the next podcast. Please like, share your comments, rate this five stars. If you're listening to this, I want to hear about it because if you love it, it'll help me uh, give me that confidence to keep doing more of this and not just talk about CRMs and what the mortgage market's doing and all that stuff. I want to share messages with you if this is what you want to um, hear about. So thank you so much. Bye.